Welcome to another episode of the Nourishing Africa podcast. As usual, we have brought you another episode filled with practical insight that would go a long way in taking your agribusiness to the next level. Today, our topic is centered around effective ways to build your brand sensitivity. A key component of building a resilient and sustainable business is brand visibility and accessibility to customers. In today's digital world, business owners are faced with a myriad of options to reach respective customers, partners, and stakeholders. The question really would be, what are the most effective and most affordable ways to get your brand in the faces and top of mind of your target audience? Well, today we are joined by Janet Machuka, an excellent digital marketer and strategist, and she'll be telling us all we need to know to achieve visibility for our brand. Hi, Janet. Welcome to the Nourishing Africa podcast. Kindly introduce yourself and let us know a bit of what you do and how you have built your brand over time. Wow. First of all, thank you so much, Jane, for having me here. And I'm so glad to share my insights and my experience in this topic. My name, as Jane said, is Janet Machuka, and I'm the founder of ATC Digital Academy. Well, I do wear a lot of... uh, hats when it comes to digital marketing but i'll just mention the only ones i feel like i'm more connected to and most of my audience know me for i do digital marketing but there are specific niches that i usually engage in most and these are social media marketing and strategies this can be strategies for individuals for brands or companies at the same time for campaigns i also do digital marketing training which most of the people know me of on social media because i run a community uh, chat by hashtag africa tweet chat which has born etc digital academy i'm also an influencer i think most of the people usually refer me as an influencer because before they get to know what i do as a person they look at me as an influential person more so when it comes to twitter and instagram and so that's why i wear that cape of being an influencer helping brands uh, be able to reach out their audience or more visibility i also specialize in brand building and this is where i focus more on individuals other than the corporates but in one way or the other these two have to work together and that's why i can still take both it can be for startups it can be for businesses or for personal brands that's it for the moment but as time goes by you know i can (laughs) increase some of my heart thank you so much jane thank you so much janice that's a lot of hats to wear right there uh so leading on to the next question which is really you handle social media, you handle a lot of brands. Why exactly is it essential for a brand to be intentional about building its reputation? Why should they be bothered at all? Being a brand means that many people are looking up to you, more so your customers and also a new customers to be. So most of the time, people want to see what kind of value, what kind of reputation are you selling? And in one way or the other, people are going to search and see which brand has the best reputation so that they can be able to listen to them more, so that they can be able to buy from them more if they're selling products or they have services to offer, or so that they can be able to listen in to what they are saying on their timeline and respect 
what they are saying and take it as a true uh, content. It can be a true content or uh, service that they are talking about. Something else is reputation talks about makes the brand be known of its value. And by that, I mean a brand's value highly depends on reputation. And reputation makes people want to listen, as I said. It makes the audience that comes to your timeline if you're sharing this content on your social media platform or if you are sharing it on uh, your blog so that they can stop and want to see what are you really sharing. That's when they will find that value. And so through the reputation that you have, people will see the value that you offer as an individual, the value that you offer in your products and the services that you offer to these people so that you can solve their problem. Another thing is, uh, you know, people love being associated with brands which have great reputation. And this is why you find some brands will be more referred than others when it comes to business. And some brands will be talked more about uh, it can be on the social media platforms, it can be on the offline workshops more than others. Why? Because of the kind of reputation they have created in their spaces and in what they do. Another thing I like about it is uh, when you build your brand for others to gain from it, and that's why you have to make sure that people see you. You know, we don't create our brands for ourselves only. We want people to see what we are doing. We want people to get engaged. We want people to be part of our community. And that community is being built and grown by the kind of reputation that we exude, by how we conduct ourselves, how we engage with these people, how real we are. You know, real also has some weight when it comes to reputation of a brand. So for people to see our reputation and for people to at least give us those retweets, those shares, we have to build our brand so that they can gain from it. It can be from the knowledge that we share. It can be talking about products that offer their solutions that they intend to offer. And at the same time, they can be about growing that community of people who can feel they are being part and parcel of this brand that is always exuding a lot of reputation. And as a return, as people are sharing too, remember, they're giving you more visibility. And that's when, when you talked about what is essential for a brand to be intentional about building its reputation and visibility comes in. Because the more reputation you build into your brand, the more visibility you get because most people are talking about you, most people are sharing about you, and most people really want to be associated with the kind of brand you have created. Another thing, out of sight, out of mind. If you are not there, we don't know you. And by being there, you're representing your brand. You're being visible. And by being visible, that's why now you think about how can I create a reputation that can give people a chance to see me more so that they can see me and remember that I exist. We remember that you exist, yes, you have created the visibility, but now where is the reputation? If you add in the reputation, we will remember you more. And that's why I said out of sight, out of mind. Thank you so much, Janet, for that. Those are really, really good insights. I mean, really out of sight is indeed out of mind, especially in a world where we have so many information out there, so many brands out there. There has to be, you have to be intentional about making your brand stand out for people to see you, to respect, to trust and to value your brand. Now, this brings me to my next question, really. 
I mean, I know most entrepreneurs would want their brand to have good reputation, to have good visibility. But really, how can they attain this? How can they prove their reputation? Online, offline, how can they do this? What five practical tips can you share with us that entrepreneurs can build highly visible brands? I really love this question because it reminds me that every single day I get at, as an individual, somebody who is starting a company, asking me that question every single day. So I'm not going to answer only from the agripreneurs as much as they are going to be able to benefit from this, but for everyone because it cuts across. First and foremost, when it comes to visibility, you have to be available. By being available means that you have to be there. If it's social media, have those social media accounts. If it's the website you have to create, create that website. If you have to write the content in your blog to share tips to other agripreneurs, please do it. If you have to show up for the workshops or host a workshop or even a podcast like this one, be there be available for your customers and by that people will know that you belong you are there you can be seen because we can find you on these platforms and you exist as a brand it can be a personal or as your business because some people will choose to create their standalone personal brand when it comes to an agripreneurship or others will do as a whole business another thing you have to look at is how can you find other communities that are doing things that interest you, that are doing things that you can be part of so that you can collaborate with them or partner with them and be able to grow stronger? You know, when you are part of a team, you grow faster and stronger because you're getting a lot of ideas, you're getting a lot of engagements, you're getting a lot of conversations that can grow you, referrals, networking, and all other positive things that can come out of a collaboration. And that takes me to my other tip that I can share. As you are part of these communities, collaborations, or partnerships with other agripreneurs, be part of the conversations too. Don't just belong in the community. Don't just be part of that collaboration be part of the conversations too let's start with that for instance our podcasts most of our listeners and your listeners i know they are agripreneurs and some of the people will really want to really take part of, uh, in this conversation but they don't know how to go about it and you remember yes i said collaborate partner how do you partner not only sit down and wait for somebody to revive but reach out to other people or reach out to the specific platforms or podcasts so that you can request them to be able to host you and by being part of that conversation you can now focus on showing what you represent as an individual what you represent as a brand what kind of agripreneurship are you doing if it's poultry farming how are you presenting how are you talking about it how are you evoking the conversation conversation around that if it's your social media platforms and you're part of facebook groups or twitter chats are you just part of them to see what others are doing or are you also contributing to the conversations where people are asking questions people need insights people need ideas or people need just to engage in a certain conversation so make sure that you show up for them 
and make sure that you are seen by being part of the conversations. Another tip that I can share that has actually worked for me for quite some time is I always want to see what is happening in my industry when it comes to the social media marketing or digital marketing trends change quickly some things change quickly but I'm not talking about how I do it from my side but looking at this angle of entrepreneurship there are so many things that are changing in that sector talk about technology talk about how people and other entrepreneurs are finding digital spaces quite helpful for them to be able to engage other people to be able to create networks and to be able to grow their businesses and also sell their products if they have quite a number of them to open an e-commerce store so how can you keep up with the trends how can you uh, constantly be flexible with your marketing strategies or branding strategies to be able to be part of the current trends current way things are done in your industry and make sure that you're not missing out in some of them that can be very helpful to you and your business lastly share valuable content as much as you can when we say valuable content you know most of the people wonder what do you mean by valuable content do you mean whatever that i'm sharing today is not valuable or this and this content is valuable and that is not valuable if you want to know that you're sharing valuable content start with the experiences of your customers and this is where we mostly talk about ugc ugc is user generated content content from your clients content from your customers the experiences they have with your brand with your business how can you share it on these spaces how can you talk about it because that is where you are going to grow your authenticity from that is where you are going to grow more audience from and that is where you are going to show how real you are as a business that you exist and you actually have people who can give experiences or who can give feedback back about how your brand has helped them or how your business has helped them so share valuable content it can be in all formats verbal audio visual written whichever way but make sure that you share it to the people and to the intended audience Thank you so much Janice for that. But if I can summarize all you have said, the five basic tips that you have given us that every entrepreneur should leave this podcast with is one be available make sure that anywhere it is that you can use to portray your brand social media offline event or online event be there show up for your customers another one is to find communities and be part of networking communities that could help you promote your brand and your services another one is you're supposed to be part of the conversations it is not just enough to be part of communities but you should also join in on the conversations that are being held in those communities reach out for collaboration take it a step further you don't have to wait for people to reach out to you first you can always reach out to people this is so that you can get your brand out there another one that Janet has mentioned is that you should remain curious always be curious about the trends that are ongoing in your industry in the agriculture industry too there are lots of trends that go on so you have to keep researching for anything that has changed for the trends that you can use to help your brand and finally she has said create and share value value cannot be underestimated everyone wants to get the worth for their time so you have to make sure that your content is valuable thank you so much jenet for those practical tips that shared with us so the next question really technology has proved to be an enabler in several aspects of business now at their cost effective technological tools or innovations that our smes can leverage to build broad based awareness for their brands 
Oh, yes. There are. And most of the time we are using them every single day. Like right now, some of the agripreneurs are actually listening to this podcast. They want to gain knowledge. So that's one of the major tools you can be able to use. You can choose to even start your own podcast if you need to share the kind of knowledge that you have to your customers or give a platform for other agripreneurs to be able to share their brands. And in the process, you know, you're sharing about your brand. You're giving it a more visibility and a more awareness about it because people will always be like, who is that person in charge of this and that? Another tool you can use is Twitter, at least social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, they're all tools that you can be able to use free of charge. You don't need to pay anything. Just you opening your account and choose either to create a Facebook page if you want. If you want to start doing Instagram lives, you can do. If you want to have a Twitter chats, you can do them. So these are tools which are there for free. But it all depends on what kind of strategy, what kind of plan do you have in mind so that you you can be able to reach out to people who can give you more visibility or more awareness. And remember, and I repeat this, collaborate. That is the best tool. Actually, it's not a physical tool per se, but collaboration can give you the best way ever to reach out to more people or to give your brand more awareness. And something else, make people feel like they matter. The kind of customers that you target, the kind of product that you're creating or service that you're offering, make sure that it has value so that these people can feel like they matter because you're offering a product that creates value but also solves a certain problem that they have. Thank you, Janet. I'm sure this will are uh, very readily available for entrepreneurs everywhere and anywhere they are on the continent. And really, I love the part where you said make people matter. And that's what brands are all about anyway. You're supposed to make your customers feel like they matter and feel like they are really part of the brand. And on something with collaboration, you know, sometimes entrepreneurs can be really skeptical on collaborating with other people, really. It could be with com- in terms of the competitiveness of their products and so many other things. And this brings me to my next question. Really, what are the common mistakes or misconceptions about brand communications that entrepreneurs need to know? And how can Well, one of the things that I've realized about branding and being able to communicate to your audience is having a brand guideline. So you not having a brand guideline to follow while communicating to the audience will make you so inconsistent. Maybe you deal with greenhouse farming. Today you're talking about greenhouse farming. Tomorrow you're talking about cattle farming. The next day you're talking about any other type of farming that you don't actually associate with. It's like even branding for services. When I'm doing my brands as Janet Machuka, I want to be known for a certain thing so that people can identify me and that's why i need guidelines so that i can follow them consistently so that i can be able to communicate to this particular audience that i want to reach out to every single day and every time that i'm communicating to people something else i really realized that most of the brands are doing wrong is jumping into an every conversation or trend that is happening or trending on their timeline it can be on social media it can be in the offline just because they want to be relevant But let me tell you something, you can't pay for relevance. It just have to be as organic as possible. You don't have to jump into anything that might jeopardize your brand for the sake of the likes, for the sake of the retweets. That's why, again, I said, keep check 
on the kind of brand guidelines you have because they will give you a reason to why you should jump to a, a, this trend and not that one so that you can ensure that you are constantly relevant at the same time you are consistent as always something else is ignoring our customer experiences you know most of the time i have seen some companies or brands say i don't have content to share and then you ask them how many people have you impacted how many customers have you created over a period of maybe three months or one month and then they will give you a whole lot and then i'm like how do you know this product helped them then they say they get feedback on social media or they get feedback by people replying or commenting on their posts and then i'm like do you use this experience do you use these uh, comments on experiences and how they are happy about what, the kind of services that you offer or the products that you have and then they're like mm, no so what do i mean by this neglecting your customers experience in your brand communication will actually make people think that you don't really care about them you don't really care about uh, what you are offering th to them and then at the same time you're giving them a chance not to believe in what you share and the best way to actually make your customers believe in what you're sharing is showing that so and so used it this is the kind of experience they had and this is the kind of feedback they have given us and that's actually amazing it helps the brand be able to have more awareness because people love being associated with brands which have amazing positives or feedback so on to myths and misconceptions when it comes to brand communication it's not all about offering solutions to particular problems or when a problem is there more so when it comes to a crisis there are brands who actually think brand communication only works when you're dealing with problems only works when you have a crisis or when you have this backlash on social media or a negative feedback and everything is trending and now you need to cap it down that's not the only time you need your brand communications you need them all the time so those guidelines that i talked about these guidelines that are helping you to communicate to them every day make sure that you have them long term so that by the time even when you have a bad time with your clients or your customers some of them will actually come and defend you Another myth that I think I have seen, personally I've experienced some brands which I've worked with, I won't mention any, and this is where brands think that there's no need to do constant communication to your audiences. But I wonder, why do we have these digital spaces where we can actually post every single day without necessarily having to pay anything, unless when you want to do your ad, if it's on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. But you have this free platform where you can constantly communicate to your people where you can update your customers your stakeholders on the current ongoings of the business it doesn't have to be those things that you don't want people to know about your business but they can be those things that involve them things that you feel like they are a necessity to share to them and remember this effective brand communication is a powerful force that leads to increase its customer satisfaction profitability and the overall performance of a company so don't ignore it Thank you so much, Janet, for that. Really, effective brand communication cannot be overemphasized. You need to be in constant communication with your audience so that they do not lose sight of what your brand stands for. Now, Janet, in the course of our communications, really, I've been wondering, there's so many things for entrepreneurs to do. An agribusiness entrepreneur has a business to run, has to take care of the staff, has to look at the product. How does an entrepreneur create time to still push a brand out there? How should an entrepreneur create time for Twitter 
Twitter, for Facebook, for Instagram, for a podcast, for anything. Are there other tools that could make this a bit easier? Maybe scheduling tools, things that could help them. I mean, most SMEs may not be able to afford social media assistance or helps at this point of their businesses. But what other tools can help them take the load off and still push their brand out there? Sure, there are quite a number of tools. Uh, you know, the way back, we used to use some of them for free. But currently, with the kind of way we are doing our things and most of the people are in the digital space, we have to pay for some of the tools if you need to reach out to your customers in different platforms, more so when it comes to the social media platforms. For all the social media platforms, except LinkedIn and Instagram, you can be able to schedule your content from the tools that they offer, the specific platforms. For instance, for Twitter, you can use TweetDeck. For Facebook, you can use a Facebook Creator Studio so that you can schedule your contents if you want to invest in tools which can be able to share all the content, you can have tools like Buffer so that they can help you in scheduling. You can use tools like Hootsuite. There are actually quite a number of tools, but you don't need to use all of them at the same time. You can always choose the best that can help you. There is one that can help you edit simple content or photos or videos and be able to share on your platforms. And that is Canva. And this is a tool that is mostly used for, by so many people people because it's easier to use and easier to be able to maneuver through. You don't need somebody to teach you on how to use it. You can just go to YouTube and check on how it works. So those are the main best I can share for everyone who is listening so that they can be able to try them out. There are so many actually, but I chose to give you the ones that I feel they can be affordable to you. Thank you so much, Janet, for sharing those tools with us. Just to highlight what you've said, some of the tools you've listed are Buffer, Canva, Facebook Creator Studio, and Tweetdeck. Thank you so much for the tools you have shared with us. And we have really learned a lot from you today. Now, for our final question, what key things would you like our listeners to take away from this podcast? Actually, I'm going to emphasize what we have already discussed because I feel these are the main keys that you really need to take away from this session. One is when it comes to brand visibility, always look forward to having collaborations or partnerships because that is the easiest way to grow. That's the easiest way to share about your brand. That's the easiest way to share knowledge about what you do. Something else, when it comes to digital, everybody can join on social media platform. Anyone can have the platform or can have the accounts. But if you can't make yourself seen, you're out of sight, out of mind. By being seen is being part of conversations. By being seen is you sharing your own content, your experiences. What are you doing behind your brand? Who are you? Are you telling us who you are or you just created your profiles and then left? Another vital is always work on your reputation as a brand. That is the best way to go about it because reputation sells reputation is everything reputations will actually make people to stop and start looking out of what do you share who you are what's your value what are you talking about what is your brand what does it do okay and lastly be part of communities being on social media social media facebook twitter instagram there are communities but there are other communities which we call niche communities the communities which have interests similar to yours be part of these people some of the people might feel 
like I can see my competitors there so we might not be good you know conversations and that but that shouldn't be the problem those same competitors might refer you to your other networks or they might bring people into that platform which can be your next partner or a business partner it can be a business partner it can be somebody who's going to be your investor you never know so always constantly look at your competitors as people who might give you a chance to meet other people and that's why you need to be part of these communities thank you Thank you very much for those key takeaways you have given us from this podcast. There you have it, our entrepreneurs. The core things that take from this podcast are look forward to collaborations and partnerships. Be seen, remain relevant in conversation, and don't forget to share your experiences. And of course, reputation sells a lot. And also remember to remain part of regular niche communities. These are communities that could help you grow. For agricultural entrepreneurs out there, an example of a niche community is a Nourishing Africa Hub, a hub that allows you to connect to several other entrepreneurs within the same space that I can say. Thank you so much, Janet, for this podcast. It was really a lovely time with you. And to our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Nourishing Africa podcast. And until the next episode, do have a lot of time. Bye-bye.